Section 10 of Men, Women, and Ghosts. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shakira Searle. Men, Women, and Ghosts by Amy Lowell. The Cremona Violin, Part Third. The residence theatre sparked and hummed with lights and people. Gebnitz was to sing, that rare soprano. All the fiddles strummed with tuning up. The woodwinds made a ring of reedy bubbling noises, and the sting of sharp red brass pierced every eardrum. Patting from muffled timpani made a dark slatting across the silver shimmering of flutes. A bassoon grunted, and an oboe wailed. The celli pizzicatoed like great lutes, and mutterings of double basses trailed away to silence, while loud harp-strings hailed their thin, bright colours down in such a scatter they lost themselves amid the general clatter. Frau Altgelt, in the gallery, alone, felt lifted up into another world. Before her eyes a thousand candles shone in the great chandeliers. A maze of curled and powdered periwigs past her eyes swirled. She smelt the smoke of candles guttering, and caught the glint of jewelled fans fluttering all round her in the boxes, red and gold, the house like rubies set in filigree, filliped the candlelight about, and bold young sparks with eyeglasses unblushingly ogled fair beauties in the balcony. An officer went by, his steel spurs jangling. Behind Charlotta, an old man was wrangling about a playbill he had bought and lost. Three drunken soldiers had to be ejected. Frau Altgelt's eyes stared at the vacant post of Concertmeister. She at once detected the stir which brought him. But she felt neglected, when with no glance about him, or her way, he lifted up his violin to play. The curtain went up? Perhaps. If so, Charlotta never saw it go. The famous Fräulein Gebnitz singing only came to her like the ringing of bells at a festa which swing in the air, and nobody realises they are there. They jingle, and jangle, and clang, and bang, and never a soul could tell whether they rang, for the plopping of guns and rockets, and the clinking of silver to spend in one's pockets, and the shuffling and clapping of feet, and the loud flapping of flags with the drums as the military comes. It's a famous tune to walk to, and I wonder where they're off to step step stepping to the beating of the drums but the rhythm changes as though a mist were curling and twisting over the landscape for a moment a rhythmless tuneless fog encompasses her then her senses jog to the breath of a stately minuet herr altgelt's violin is set in tune to the slow sweeping bows and retreats and advances to curtsies brushing the waxen floor as the court dances, long and peaceful like warm summer nights when stars shine in the quiet river, and against the lights blundering insects knock, and the rathaus clock booms twice through the shrill sounds of flutes and horns in the lamplit grounds, pressed against him in the mazy wavering of a country dance, with her short breath quavering, she leans upon the beating, throbbing music, laughing, sobbing, Feet 
gliding after sliding feet his hers the ballroom blurs she feels the air lifting her hair and the lapping of water on the stone stair he is there he is there twang harps and squeal you thin violins that the dancers may dance and never discover the old stone stair leading down to the river with the chestnut tree branches hanging over her and her lover theodore still her lover the evening passed like this in a half faint delirium with waking intervals which were the entr'actes under the restraint of a large company the constant calls for oranges or syrups from the stalls outside the talk the passing to and fro lotta sat ill at ease incognito she heard the gebnitz praised the tenor lauded the music vaunted as most excellent the scenery and the costumes were applauded the latter it was whispered had been sent from italy the herr director spent a fortune on them so the gossips said charlotta felt a lightness in her head when the next act began her eyes were swimming her prodded ears were aching and confused the first notes from the orchestra sent skimming her outward consciousness her brain was fused into the music theodore's music used to hear him play she caught his single tone for all she noticed they too were alone End of section 10 Recording by Shakira Searle